This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Back in 1997, a 13-year-old girl was brutally murdered in Essex, Great Britain, in the middle of the day. The person responsible was soon arrested and sentenced to life in prison. Case closed. Or so everybody thought. Despite someone being found guilty at one point during the investigation... The murder of Billy Joe Jenkins remains officially open and unsolved 26 years later. You are listening to True Crime Britain. Join me, Rhiannon, each Wednesday as I tell the solved and unsolved stories of some of the most disturbing, mysterious and heartbreaking crimes committed throughout the United Kingdom. Welcome to this week's episode. Billy Joe was born on the 29th of March 1983 in East London to Bill Jenkins and Deborah Barnett. The two had met in a kind of curious double date of sorts while Bill was incarcerated for various assaults in Wandsworth Prison. After his release, Bill moved in with Debbie and six weeks after Billy Joe's birth, they married. However, 
as Bill could not keep himself out of prison and Debbie had her own problems with drinking and struggled to care for the house and her children, the family eventually fell apart. By the time Billy Joe was nine years old, she and her half-brother were placed in foster care with Sean and Lois Jenkins, who were no relation to Billy Joe. The Jenkins lived in Bow, East England, with their four daughters, one of whom was friends with Billy Joe from school. Just a week after Billy Joe had arrived, the family moved to the historic town of Hastings in East Essex due to Sean's work. At first, the Jenkins were unsure of how Billy Joe would adapt to the change as her school, friends and biological family were in London especially as her brother was taken back to a children's home. But it seemed that they worried for nothing. On the contrary, Billy Joe was happy being part of her new family and excited about her new life in Essex. She saw the move as a fresh start. Indeed, in Hastings, Billy Joe began to thrive. She enjoyed the seaside. She started doing well at school, and she seemed very stable and happy. Billy Joe often told her friends about her dreams of becoming an actor, and many believed that she was destined to be a star. But, unfortunately, we will never know what Billy Joe Jenkins could have achieved in her life, as it was brutally cut short just a few years later. On the afternoon of Saturday the 15th of February 1997, a 999 operator answered a frantic call. My daughter's fallen, or she's got head injuries. There's blood everywhere. She's on the floor. The caller was Sean Jenkins, and the daughter in question, 13-year-old Billy Joe. By the time paramedics arrived in the back garden of the family home, there was nothing they could have done. Billy Joe Jenkins was pronounced dead at the scene. According to Sean, he had remained at home with Annie and Billy Joe that morning, while Lois had taken Esther and Maya for a walk, and Lottie was at a clarinet lesson. Billy Joe had been painting the French windows at the back of the house. At around 3pm, Sean said he went to pick up Lottie, taking Annie with him. Billy Joe was left alone. When the three returned, Sean decided to stop off at the house quickly before making a trip to the local DIY store. Apparently, he had been in the house with Billy Joe for no more than three minutes while Annie and Lottie waited in the car. On return from the DIY centre 20 minutes later, Lottie discovered Billy Joe's battered body in a pool of blood on the patio. An autopsy was performed on the 16th of February 
which revealed Billy Joe had died from nine blows to her head with an iron tent peg. She had also received bruising and abrasions to her forearms and the back of her hand, which showed she had tried to defend herself. In addition, Billy Joe had a broken nose with a piece of plastic stuffed inside it and bruising to her left eye. Her brain had been badly lacerated during the attack and pieces of her skull and brain matter were found in her hair. Due to the manner of her injuries, it is believed Billy Joe stood face to face with her attacker, who had then continued hitting her after she fell to the ground. No fingerprints were found on the weapon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The police initially investigated a mysterious man that had reportedly been seen acting strangely in Alexandra Park, near Billy Joe's home. The man was eventually identified as a 44-year-old male known as Mr. B. He was arrested and informally questioned, and his clothes were tested for Billy Joe's DNA. But it came back negative. As a result, Mr. B was cleared as a suspect and released into psychiatric care. Soon after, the police began to doubt if Sean Jenkins had been telling them the truth. His explanation about going to the DIY store to get white spirit did not make much sense to the detectives, as they found he already had a bottle in the house. In addition, Sean had been acting somewhat erratic and circled a nearby park twice, according to his daughters, before returning home that day. Also, how did over 100 microscopic droplets of Billy Joe's blood end up on his clothes? Eventually, 
On the 24th of February 1997, nine days after Billy Joe's death, Jean was arrested and charged with the murder of his foster daughter three weeks later. During the trial, Jean's defence tried their best to argue that he had no reason to kill Billy Joe and the blood on his trousers and shirt could have been expelled onto him when he had knelt next to her body. But their efforts were in vain. The jury found Jenkins guilty of murder on the 2nd of July 1998 and he was sentenced to life in prison. However, that wasn't the end. After one failed appeal, Sean's case was referred back to the Court of Appeal in August 2004. And this time, the outcome was different. At the retrial, forensic scientists stated that the microscopic blood on Sean's clothes could have been caused by air being released from Billy Joe's airways as he moved her. The first retrial failed to end in a verdict, and at a second retrial, a jury was unable to reach a decision. As a result, the judge announced he had seen enough, and Sean Jenkins was formally acquitted. After Sean's release, the police force stated that they have no plans to reopen Billy Joe Jenkins' murder investigation. But they are still carrying out a forensic review of the case. Meanwhile, we are left with the question, who really murdered Billy Joe Jenkins? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of True Crime Britain. For sources and photos relating to today's case, or to find out how you can access things like ad-free and bonus episodes, you can visit www.truecrimebritain.com where you'll find more information. Great Britain, a kingdom that unites all four nations, England, Ireland, Scotland, and of course, my homeland, Wales. With a population of almost 70 million people, a rich cultural history, more than 1,200 years of constitutional monarchy, and arguably the nicest cup of tea in the world, it's easy to see what makes Britain so great. As the gateway to Europe, it draws more than 40 million visitors a year from across the globe, each one hoping to experience what makes Britain so unique. But behind the pomp and the circumstance and the football greats, Britain has seen serious crime increase year after year with incidents becoming even darker and more sinister. 
when a Metropolitan Police officer arrested a 33-year-old female for breaching COVID-19 regulations. He wasn't acting in the public's best interest, but as a predator hunting for prey. A 24-year-old man collides with a tree in the Welsh Valleys in the dark of night and is witnessed walking away from the vehicle, alive. After that, he mysteriously vanishes. When an innocent toddler is taken from his mother's side in a shopping mall and the horror of his final moments are revealed. Think serious crime doesn't happen where you are? Think again. True Crime Britain features some of the most disturbing, heartbreaking and mysterious crimes committed in the United Kingdom. Crimes that have shocked and shaped us as a nation and beyond. Crimes where we may not always recall the specifics, but we will always remember the victims. And along the way, you'll learn about Great Britain itself, the towns and boroughs that make up its vast landscape, as we look inside the mind of predators, their prey and their hunting grounds. New episodes are released every Wednesday. You can subscribe now so you never miss an episode by simply searching for True Crime Britain on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Or just visit www.truecrimebritain.com And remember, wherever you are, please stay safe. 